Oh, that's right, folks. Uh, it's it's warm outside, but we've got the gay clouds moving in, and it's about to be raining men. Mm, can't there wait. Can't wait. Such a good time. Good morning to my lost savages out there listening to us across the nation, across the world. Appreciate you being here with us today. It is the All-American Savage Show with my beautiful, heterosexual, bearded, Jewish life partner that is not gay, Josh. <laughs> I still can't believe that dude thought you were gay. That is so good. That's so good. I love that. But anyway. Do I look gay, sir? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Son of a bitch. Uh, And in case you haven't seen it, um, which I know you haven't, Josh is rocking the newest shirt we're about to drop from Shellshock. Drop that computer a little bit so they can see plant-based with a little little pot leaf there with a little Shellshock. It looks good. This is going to be coming out on the website either today or tomorrow. One of the newest shirts we're doing. Uh, just something simple, something funny. Plant-based, a little pot leaf. <laughs> oh, look at you flexing them little packs. Ooh, ooh, stop it. Mm, stop it. It's raining man over You're here. You're getting me hot as fire over here, boy. I'm telling you. Mm, just, just cries. <laughs> Remember that from South Park? Oh, that was an episode on South Like, Mrs. Garrison. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in years. That's what we did in the Army, too. Like, I was like, what's up, Sarge? Like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we're never going to be on Fox. Plant-based coming out probably today or tomorrow. Yeah. New cool. shirt. Feels new, good, too. Yeah. Is that tri-blend? Oh, yes. Yeah. We we never go full cotton. I hate full cotton. It's too... Uh, it's just rough on you. Never go full cotton. Never go full cotton. And then we've got the Have Faith in the Sunrise shirts. They're coming out. Those will be mm-hmm. launched on the same day. The yeah. Have Faith in the Sunrise. Yeah, Mr. Slave. That was the one. Mr. Mr. Slave. <laughs> oh, my God. He was the bearded dude with, like, the leather get-up and outfit and, like, the the... Village people hat. Oh my god, it's so good. Take it's a update. So, watch that tonight, dude. I had one of the pieces of the uh, chocolate bar last night, and good lord, good lord, good stuff. Floating on cloud nine, just a good time. I tell you, I've been using the uh, energy packets before mm-hmm. I work out, and Is that part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. In lieu of uh, <laughs> my my regular yeah. pre workout, yeah. and I like it a little bit better. Yeah, the drink mix, dude, we're getting yeah. great reviews on it. Made from real lemons, CBD, CBG, all of it. Very uh, good. 100 milligrams of caffeine, yeah. natural for you. I mean, if you really think about it, uh, you're paying $2.50, $3 for a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. You buy a 20-pack of those, you're going to pay way less with one of ours and way healthier. Yeah. So, and again, if you're needing natural energy, check us out. It's shellshockcbd.com, the energy drink mix. It's there. Um, these things are incredible. And we're going to start putting some you. samples into the orders too, right? Yes. Yeah, so now we're going to start throwing up just, and you know, we're learning as we go with this company to where when people place orders, this is also THC free. So you will not fail a drug test. So what we're going to do is start throwing one or two of these packets in every single order just to get in people's hands for them to try. Um, and then we're talking about maybe doing some uh, sample bundles for the energy sticks because people are kind of, uh, they're asking about that in the Facebook group. It's like, fair enough, you know, because $50, that's a lot of money. But this is a good quality product. I get that. But for them to take a a, a risk on $50, let's give them something like we do with the rack out gummies, yeah. like we've done with the other stuff. Let's give them sample packs, let them try it. And if they like it, they'll buy the full thing. So mm-hmm. um, we really appreciate that. And uh, again, this is the energy drink mix just launched uh, last week. And I love it. It tastes great. I'm going to pour it into my eggplant thing here. A little eggplant shaker, which you can yeah, get at allamericansavageshow.com. Uh, but before we get started into the show, I just wanted to make a brief announcement that on the allamericansavageshow.com website, we've got the John Ross paintings listed there that you can bid on. Um, I'm, I still find this just fucking hilarious. I absolutely love this. Um, the eggplant water bottle got some positive feedback from my disc golf group yesterday. <laughs> 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 I 
on Twitch. Thank you, Thunder Bunny. <laughs> That's awesome. These things are great. They're fucking hilarious. Yeah, I love them. Good stuff. Um, now, if you go on the All American Savage Show website, allamericansavagshow.com, and you go to shop merch, click on that link at the top, you'll see the John Ross paintings are listed there. How to Paint Like an Abortionist, the current bid is $606. How to Paint Like Big Tech is $255. How to Paint Like Andrew Cuomo is $250. How to Paint Like AOC is $242, and so on and so forth. Uh, now, keep in mind, all of these paintings, all of this money, we're going to collect it up and then give it back to veteran families in need. Um, so if you go make a bid and you win the painting, they're all signed. Uh, these are the actual original paintings from the YouTube videos. You're going to help a family in need. We're going to set that up to where they can write in saying, you know, this is why I need it, not to show proof, yada, yada, yada. And we'll, do, we'll you know, do a little charity work out there, you know, make make something funny, pay, help other people pay their bills and stuff, especially in this time of inflation and recession and gas prices just being fucking ridiculous so appreciate y'all so you can go make a bid this is allamericansavageshow.com make a bid if you win it i'm not getting that money that money goes to a family in need so just keep that in mind and we really appreciate that love and support now if you do want to support the company you can get the merch the eggplant water bottle is 10 bucks you can get the stickers to the podcast you know you want to support the show here you go um and the the mugs we got it we got it all mm-hmm. we got it all right here um, so we love it, and uh, we really appreciate uh, all people getting involved and helping us out here and supporting the show, and yeah. especially the shares. The shares on the podcast, like the numbers are still growing. I'm, I'm, we're blessed. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it to death. But uh, all right, so let's get into this. Um, good Lord. We, we see this over and over again. You know, every single show, it's like we always say that Democrats go nuclear on the smallest thing. Like they take anything and just take it to such an epic level of disastrous proportions that you would feel it's like a bunch of chicken littles running around. So right now, Kamala Harris compares abortion bans to uh, Chattel slavery, claiming ownership over human bodies. I love how they're just so very generic about this. You don't go, I mean, because it sounds like, well, you don't have ownership over a body. That's slavery. It's like, what? Hmm? what? What are you talking about? Like, you don't have ownership of your body. Yes, you do. But if you participate in sex and become impregnated, then you don't have the right to murder that child. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is that ownership over your body? That's ownership over somebody else's body that exists inside of you. You know, what would happen if all the doctors who performed abortion said, you know what, we're no longer doing that because we think it's murder, and they stop doing it? Then what? Then they're going to start taking protective measures like they're already doing. Like, everybody, like there's this big, I'm on a few dating apps, and I've seen two or three different profiles that literally say, um, if you're not snipped, don't bother. It's like, and all of them are ugly. I mean, every single one of them are ugly. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way it is. Like, they're just, you look at them, it's like they're fat and hideous. Like, I don't know why you're putting this because, I mean, your list, to, your well to fish from is already fucking damn near empty. So, I mean, you're really, you're yeah. really putting a hurting on yourself at that point. Like, I posted one of the dating libs page today, and it's like this, 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 this is a woman with a lot to love. And I saw she's, that. and she's just like, she has this list of criteria. It's like, look, this is the reality of, this is the reality of life. And I don't care who this offends, it's the fucking truth. When you don't have a lot of shit going for you, and the attractive department and success and all that stuff, you're fishing from the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to tell you. Her, you mister, like, her mister right might be at a hot dog eating contest. Well, it's not a mister. It's a missus. She's gay. Oh, okay. She's clearly gay. Missus, though. Yeah, missus right or miss right, whatever. Whenever they want to do. But and then she's like, uh, just be advised, I'm non-monogamous. Like, is that that's a, that's a weird way of saying nobody's fucking me. Yeah, so, I'm, <laughs> I'm non-monogamous. <laughs> You read these profiles, it's just like, uh-huh. here's the thing, like, okay. if you're not, cool, you want to be in a relationship, cool, I see that, I'm not for that, but I see that, and you're just kind of like, wait, you're non-monogamous, like, who's fucking you? Hmm. Like, other overweight, just hideous lesbians? Like, give me alone. some of that confidence. 
<laughs> Bottle that up, satellite. Oh, my God. Well, Vice President Kamala Harris on Monday compared supporters of abortion restrictions to those who enslaved black people. Once again, you got your token black woman out there sitting there spouting off like to, to their own white. Because like, here's the thing. She's only energizing their own side. They're not trying to win over any uh, conservatives on this because they know they're going to adamantly disagree. They're just trying to bolster their own side and giving them talking points to use, which is if you're a pro, you know, um, pro-life, then that is akin to slavery. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Like, wh- what? I mean, in their minds, it's like, I hope they have some little black baby so we can call them, like, birth that thing out and put it right in the cotton fields or pick them my cotton. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, we're like, you fucking idiots. I swear to God, like, to be a Democrat this day and age, like, you've got to be, like, taking, like, like, eating paint chips or something. I just don't know. And people believe this shit. She says, we know NAACP that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies. Harris said, okay, what about other countries? Yeah. Other countries, almost every country in the world has as well. Stop trying to isolate America as if we're the only country out there that has ever participated in slavery. And by the way, there are also black slave owners. You don't talk about that. Why not? Because it undermines your narrative. Democrats hate talking about that. Harris said as the audience applauded, and today extremists, so-called leaders, are criminalizing doctors and punishing. And now again, she says extremists referring to the Supreme Court. Yeah. You're referring to the Supreme Court Republicans that lean right as extremists. I mean, this is the vice president of America. More, they're constitutionalists. Mm-hmm. They're Should interpreting they? the, the Constitution as it's written, not at, not interpreting. I it. don't know. I'm not a biologist. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Apparently, I mean, uh, that's <clears throat> they call them right leaning. I, 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 they call them extremists. And yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this is why this is so dangerous because if the vice president is going to sit there and demonize the SCOTUS and try and take the side of the people, the supposed side of the people, mm-hmm. bro. All that's basically doing is like trying to have tyranny by the majority by threatening the SCOTUS, by using the people out there saying, if you don't give us what we want, you're going to have riots on your hands. It's like, that's the way this democracy is going to be run? Because why don't we take it a step further saying, if they try and riot, we should kill them. And that way we curb like what it's like if the SCOTUS makes a call and the Democrats threaten this, then Republicans say, if you do that, we're going to go to war. We're going to fucking whatever. It's like you have checks and balances. I hate to say that. It's never going to happen. But I mean, there is a possibility to where if these types of people like VP Harris and the rest of these morons keep saying this dumb shit and then we see more of like the BLM riots occurring in different circles and cops aren't able to do it. Like what's going to happen? Like what's going to happen? Like we got another story today. The Colbert group that broke into the Capitol and shit like that. No charges. None. Not being arrested. Nothing. Of course. Nothing. Not nothing's happening to them. Why? Why? How? Where's the justice in that? There is no justice. When it's a left-leaning government, you're starting to see how they go easy on their own people. They let them get away with whatever they want. It's mind-blowing to me. And today's extremists, so-called leaders, are. We mean so-called leaders. These are leaders. These are elected leaders. These are leaders that were appointed, one of them, by your fucking president. You kidding me? What do you mean so-called? They are leaders, just like you're a supposed leader. Oh, God. They're criminalizing doctors and punishing women for making health care decisions for themselves. I like how they use that, that, that dog whistle, health care. It's abortion. It's murder. We talk about health care. Or they're referring to health care in the form of, again, rape or incest, which, again, is less than 1%. Mm-hmm. 1%, less than 1%. And they're using that intentionally to frame their entire argument, saying, well, what about them? And it's like, okay, what about them? We'll give you that, but what about the other 99%? Well, 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 oh, okay. 
Fair enough. So what if we concede rape and incest? What if we as Republicans say, okay, we'll concede that, but you don't get to have abortions unless that's the case. Would they be fine with it? No, they probably still wouldn't. So it's not about health care. It's the fact that you just don't want any personal responsibility for having sex. It takes two to tango. Yeah, I saw that uh, in Ohio, too, that Ohio does have a law that if you are raped or uh, in the case of incest, mm-hmm. that you are able to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. A lot of states do. A lot of states do. Which Harris, would make sense. Yeah, all right? and I support I, that. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I hate to say this. Because I know there have been some prominent conservative influencers who are like, you know, even in the case of rape, they shouldn't be allowed. It's like, no, I'm sorry, I disagree with that because they didn't make a consensual decision to actually engage in sexual intercourse. Yeah, they were raped. Because here's a study. Uh, that's not shirking responsibility to me. That's, 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 that I, I just, I can't see that. But at the same token, it's just like, if, anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, there was a study in 2019 mm-hmm. that said 70% of women who were raped or in cases of incest kept their, kept the baby. Mm-hmm. 70%, that's a big number. Yeah. So seventy oh, yeah. percent out of the one percent. Yeah. And ended up keeping. Yeah. The job. Which is crazy. If that's like yeah. the freedom to choose too, that's insane. Yeah. And a good on them. And I'm not knocking. If you yeah, d- if you do want to keep it, hey, that takes a lot of emotional. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't even imagine being in that situation. But mm. I get it. And you know, that's that's got to be difficult to deal with. But I do feel like if somebody wasn't or didn't want to, I can kind of understand that as well because that wasn't one of those things to where they were intentionally or willingly going out there and having unprotected sex. I can see that. I'll yeah. concede at least that point. If I was, if it was like me, like a negotiator, like okay, I'll concede that. But those that weren't, no. But nobody ever talks about the mental health of the mother who aborts the baby. <clears throat> you know, years down the road, because yeah. here's the the story: is I was raped a month before I turned eighteen, yeah. and because I was because of that rape, I was so fearful that uh, and shameful that I chose abortion out yeah. of fear. My rape was nothing compared to what I did to my child. Yeah. What my rapist did to me does not compare to what I chose to do to my baby. Yeah. My rapist didn't kill me. I'm standing here alive right now. Uh, and yeah. it goes on, but still, that's I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty heavy stuff. I agree. So it's I don't know. It's, oh, well, it's, we just, already, it's not as simple as just saying. I already got one of the people in the Twitch chat saying John Burke supports baby murder. My name is B-U-R-K. It's not B-U-R-K-E. It's literally at the top, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you don't like it, then unfollow. You followed me like six minutes ago. I don't even know who the fuck you are. Fucking loser. Anyway, you just got to love that, man. People are just, that's crazy. That's just how they are. But I, I see that. I can understand. But people like Kamala Harris come out there. And they just say this dumb shit, and it's just like you are trying to conflate racism with abortion. It's like you, you got to be kidding me. Well, what, you've got to, but because here's what, the other part: it's like there's more prominently black women that are having these abortions, murdering like millions of babies, and you want to talk about racism? It's like yeah. it's black kids getting murdered higher than anybody else. Yeah, that's just nuts. Well, I think these young women who are in this situation need to be counseled by other women who have already gone through that experience, mm-hmm. not some bureaucrat. Standing up behind a podium, yeah, just trying to get sound bites for their next yeah. election bid. Hundred percent. So that's, I mean, these people don't—they don't, they is, don't yeah. care about life. Fuck no, they don't give a shit. The only thing they, they care about votes. is yep, yeah, votes they're and power, and the next big thing where they can get paid. <clears throat> they're trying to energize a voter base because right now they know outside of January sixth, January sixth isn't paying out, panning out the way they wanted to. Liz Cheney and the rest of them—it's it's a it's a nothing burger. Otherwise, there would have been arrests already, <clears throat> even more so than there already were. But they know that January 6th is not enough to get the left up in arms. But abortion definitely is. Gun stuff definitely is. So there, you're going to see more of this, mm-hmm. way more of this come midterms. And again, it's just, that's how bad it is. That's how bad it's getting. Like, they're again, racism, racism, racism. If you don't agree, you're a racist. If you don't agree, you're a bigot. Yada, yada, yada. It's just funny to me. But... um, 
She could she claimed the Supreme Court took away a constitutional. Where is that in the Constitution? The right to an abortion. Where is that? Mm, I don't think it's in there. I don't think it's in there either. So they keep talking about rights. Where is that right written? Because uh, they keep saying that they wanted to like federally codify, codify Roe v. Wade. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's not in there. You didn't. Like you had your chance. They could have done it, but they didn't. They had like 50 years. <laughs> they had a long time. But that's just funny to me. Yeah. The vice president also claimed that religious Americans could put or could support abortions and that the government should not be involved in the description of innocent life in the womb. It's almost as if that you push that back down to the states. Kind of makes sense to me. Weird. <laughs> you know, you just see that post from Jessica Biel the other day. It yeah. was it was like that I want to say it was like Nimrod. a week ago. Do what? That Nimrod. Oh, fucking idiot. And Jessica Biel makes this post where she's in uh, France, apparently in Paris, and she's standing in front of the Eiffel Tower. She's got Justin Timberlake behind her. And she's like, they have baguettes and women's rights. Take me back, please. And it's like, you do realize, like, France has higher abortion laws or more strict abortion laws than America does. Like, you you, you do realize that, right? No, Their laws are just way that. more strenuous. She doesn't know that. Because I think in France, like, you can't abort until, like, after 14 weeks, some shit like that, I forget what it is. But it's like, you do realize, like, they are, they're not your friends over there either. Yeah. But again, it's these these... These Hollywood celebrities, just like you keep saying these stupid things, like you don't even know what you're talking about. Hmm. Like, that's just funny to me. But, you know, it is what it is. But again, if we can get everybody energized by saying, if you support this, then you're a racist. Like, okay, that's just, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. You got to love it. You got to love it. But, I don't know. I love how these people are like, I'm going to call you out. Call me out to your 10 followers. I don't give a fuck. Do it. Do it. I don't give a shit. Um, The vice president also claimed that religious Americans could support abortions and that the government should not be like religious Americans could support abortions. Are you kidding me? Now you're basically telling people to question their religion. I'm telling you, I'm telling you they're going to come after the Christians in this country. Yeah, they like the Catholics are pretty, uh, Mm -hmm. pretty against abortion, I think. Right. Yes. Like yeah, even but really, the Pope is so like the Pope is so out there on a lot of stuff. He's putting his two set. Where's the Pope on this? I mean, I'm not I'm not Catholic. I, I don't know either, a ton yeah. about the religion, but I'm pretty sure like even um, um, birth control, that kind of stuff. I just want to know upon. I just want to know where the Pope's at. I think it is. I mean, maybe people in the chat would know better than I do about uh, the the rules of the Catholic Church as far as contraception goes for mm-hmm. um, for marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. I just. That's why there's like Catholics have so many kids because they don't use birth control. I just don't think I'd ever get behind a religion that says you can't wear a condom. Like, no. (laughs) I can't afford that. No. Absolutely not. That's just, I don't know. But you got to love how Kamala does that. She's just. Anyway. I'd say birth control is okay. (sighs) Didn't used to be. Yeah. There was a while to where it was like. God, oh, I forget who it was. But the, yeah, this, this is well back to said the Catholic Church base. And this, this is a long time ago. I don't know if it's still like that, but they said Catholic Church said no to uh, condoms or birth control, anything mm-hmm. like that. And it's just like sex is for reproker- or, uh, reproducing. And I'm just like, um, no, no. I mean, it can be. It's like, it's why a, does it feel so good? Why does it feel so good? It's like, I don't know. Um, but I'm all for uh, contraceptives and things such as that. But you got to love this. <laughs> You got to love this. This is this is how out of touch Joe Biden is. 
Joe Biden brags about putting gas money back in Americans' pockets while prices are still above $4 a gallon. And I knew he was going to do this. And I'm saying this right now. I'm going to say this right now for my liberal friends across the aisle. If you're saying that Joe Biden is not responsible, he's not a responsible person, or he's not in no way affiliated with the controlling of gas prices, which nobody's saying he controls gas prices, but he definitely has an impact on influencing gas prices. Mm-hmm. If you're saying that Joe Biden should never be blamed for gas prices going up, then you certainly better not praise him when gas prices start going down. Didn't we already see this under the Biden administration for when Trump was in office? Biden's like, Trump doesn't have a plan to combat COVID, but I do. Yeah. And then Biden takes office. And then within one year, what does Biden do? The federal government cannot handle this. And we push it back down to the states. You literally just did that. You literally just did that. You keep, you say one thing and then you do another one. You say one thing, you do another one. I do, a, do a different thing entirely. And it's funny to me. It's just so funny. So Biden sits there and says, it's Russia's fault. It's Russia's fault. Ukraine, Russia, greedy oil companies. And then gas starts to fall a little bit. And then he starts stepping. It's like, well, that's because of me. Well, I thought you didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Like Russia's still invading Ukraine. Why are the prices going down? Over $4 a gallon of gas Mm -hmm. is still expensive. It's still expensive. Yeah. That's not a win. That's not. Like a win is you bring it back down to what was on the Trump era. That's the win. Good Lord. Back under $2, you dipshit. <laughs> Jesus, President man. President Joe Biden bragged Monday that gas prices had fallen below $5 a gallon. Like, whoa, good day. Good job, buddy. Good <laughs> job. It needs to be down below like $2 where it was before you took office. You did this. Gas prices have fallen below $5, demanding credit for the downtick in costs. He, tweets, he tweeted out, he said, gas prices have been dropping for 34 days straight. That's not true at all. That is not true at all. About 50 cents a gallon. That saves the average driver about $25 a month. <laughs> oh, my God. Like their math does, is so sketchy. Save, how does that save them $25 a month? You've already doubled, in some cases, tripled what they were paying. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, it says, I know those extra dollars and cents mean something. It's breathing room. <laughs> we're not done working to get gas prices even lower. Like, dude, you're sitting there acting like you are the counter to you. Yeah. Like, you're, it's like, hey, guys. We're going to get these gas prices back down because but we work for you, the people. It's like, well, Joe, you're the one that caused this. What are you talking about? It's like, all right, guys, we're going to rebuild this house because these people, they need a place to live. It's like, yes, that's true, but you burnt it down. So what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? This guy's just like, I don't know. It's just so funny. The president immediately took credit for lower gas prices, even though they are still $2 a gallon higher than when he first took office. The national average of gallon of gas uh, on Biden's inauguration day was two thirty nine a gallon. While the average gas price on Tuesday is four forty nine a gallon. <laughs> for months, Biden has blamed Russian President Vladimir Putin and the war in Ukraine for rising energy prices, referring to it as Putin's price hike. But the White House on Monday tried to claim credit for the slight price step. The president has reacted from the beginning, talking about how this was such an important priority and to alleviate the pressures on behalf of the American people. White House economic advisor to the president, Jared Bernstein, boasted from the podium of the White House press briefing. Bernstein grew frustrated when asked why Biden tried to take credit for the fall in gas prices despite refusing to take responsibility for rising prices. Yeah, I very much disagree with that framing, he said. Of course. Of course. Does it make me look bad? I Absolutely. disagree. So I disagree with it. <laughs> Can't be accurate then. It's a lie, man. It's Russia's fault. What are you talking about? Look, there's 92 pe- 92% Sh- people that want me to run again. Stupid Russians. Yeah, it's all their <laughs> fault. 
assholes. Like, <laughs> and you know what's funny to me is like Democrats believe this. I know. Democrats willfully believe this. Jeez. I just, yeah. Oh, my God. But you got to love this. You got to love this. Gay men protest Biden's administration's monkeypox failure. Here we go. Here we go. The monkeypox, it's the next next COVID. It's the next COVID, folks. It's going to kill us all. Is it lethal? Oh, man. They said basically this originated back in the 50s from Africa and monkeys over there, I believe. And I'm not sure off the top of my head. I have to go look into it. What is it it with those monkeys? (sighs) That's how we got outbreak. monkeypox. Yeah. Just fucking A. That was actually a really good movie, Outbreak with uh, Dustin Hoffman. Was it? Really good movie. I was going to watch that during COVID, but I was like, yeah, I'm not going to try and freak myself out. That's before I believed it was actually real or not as, or I, I believed it was more deadly than it actually is. So I don't know. Okay. People are saying not lethal, but it does. It's similar to shingles. I mean, shingles can, can kill, but like, like the really worst cases. Um, demonstrators in San Francisco. Of course it's San Francisco. Of course it's them. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's got to, yeah. Is it skin to skin trend? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got to... You've got to actually touch them to get it, yes. Demonstrators in San Francisco protested Monday against what they called federal government's failure to provide enough monkeypox vaccine to prevent an, uh, the outbreak from becoming a major problem, particularly in the gay community. Why is it the gay community that's suffering the most? It's... <laughs> what is this? What, is that simulating... Smashing. Smacking, smack, <laughs> clapping cheeks? <Yeah. laughs> that's what's happening. But, but here's the thing. Okay, so I'm trying to understand how this disproportionately affects gay people because again this is this is what democrats do somehow it's going to disproportionately affect some minority community and therefore it's now racist if we don't get involved that's what they do uh let's see uh the disease which is transmitted through prolonged and intense physical contact often results in a fewer and a fewer and unsightly blisters it's rarely fatal but it is uncomfortable and can last for several weeks several san francisco lgbtq advocacy organizations descended on the u.s department of health and human services regional office monday to protest what they said was a federal government's anemic response to the growing monkeypox outbreak and the lack of available vaccines uh- why do gay people feel like they have the market corner on this when it says prolonged intense physical contact? Everybody does that to include straight people. Like, I don't, why are you special? I don't know. It's, it seems to really uh, thrive in the gay community, Damn, right? Among, among gay men? I don't, I don't know. Several San Francisco, okay, uh, anyone can contract monkeypox. Though, to date, Reported cases have been among gay and bisexual men, according to the Centers for Disease and Control Prevention. Well, it's the CDC, so I don't believe anything those fuckers say either. No. I mean, they really garner themselves a lot of freaking attention with this stuff. Like, my God, it's Maybe. always it's always the gay community. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing different? Like, who are you fucking? That's the other thing. Like, if anybody... I don't know, okay? <laughs> are you fucking monkeys? Like, what, what are you doing with this? Why is it... I don't know. Put a mask on it. I just don't get it. Like, Wrap it up with a mask. Oh, my God. Hmm. State Senator Scott Weiner. <laughs> oh my God! State Senator Scott Weiner, Democrat out of San Francisco, lambasted the few the federal government's response to the outbreak, calling the current lack of vaccines avoidable, and adding that health experts have long warned about the potential for monkeypox to spread. Are they just sharing the same monkey? <laughs> I mean, what is going on with this? When President Joe Biden campaigned in 2020, he attacked the Trump administration for uh, what he called a failed approach to the coronavirus pandemic. He and former President Barack Obama claimed that Trump had ignored a pandemic playbook the previous administration had left behind. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. 
the very same playbook that, again, Joe Biden said, oh, the federal government can't handle this. Take it to the states. It's like, what playbook? Your playbook didn't work. The guy's just a liar. They're all fucking liars, to include Obama. Just a total liar. All it is, it's the constant he said versus she said. And then saying, well, I didn't say it. Either. I didn't mean it like that. Or It's just people just gaslighting to such extreme levels that, I, dude, I have never seen the White House gaslight as much as they have now. Like, literally, Jen Psaki getting up there and talking to him and like, like, oh, he didn't say that. It's like, yes, he did. Or he didn't mean it like that. It's like, yes, he did. I haven't really heard from Kareen uh, Jean-Pierre lately, have we? She kind of just disappeared a little bit after. I don't, I don't she's, know. She's not as good as liar as. Uh, no, she's not. No, not Nutsaki. even close. She's an idiot. They're all idiots. I mean, um, Nutsack, you such a great liar because she believes the lie. She does. I mean, she commits to it. No, like, I don't think she does, but I think she... I, no, because You don't think be, so? No, I don't think she believes it, I mean, but she, she understands there, it's her job. But she didn't stumble around like uh, this new girl. She's not... Like, she she's she's yeah. like fumbles around in her think of notebook like for 20 minutes. She's like, mm, uh, <laughs> nope, sorry, we don't have any new information. <laughs> she's like probably thinking in her head, I am so fucked. I have no answers for these people. <laughs> I, I look at they it more like... shit. I think I think it's more kind of like an example would be like a lawyer, like the lawyer will tell you, I don't care if you're innocent or guilty. My job is to make sure you win. Right. So I think she goes in there or these people that work for them have the same kind of approach where it's like whether yeah. I believe you or not, my job is to make the American people believe it. It's like so I don't think they have any kind of moral compass. They don't have a conscience. I, yeah. I, I think well, obviously yeah. they don't have a moral compass if they're working under the uh, Biden, the the Biden, oh, Biden <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Oh, Biden. Yeah. Pretty Admi- much. Administration. You're not wrong on that one. Um, in 2021, with criticism from Biden's administration in response to coronavirus pandemic mounting, then White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that there was, in fact, no playbook for a new disease. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Demonstrators in San Francisco were concerned the Biden administration had failed to provide enough vaccines to prevent monkeypox. Like, how many cases have hit America? It's know. not a lot. So you're wanting the government to come in and facilitate creating another vaccine. Or wait, did we or do we already have a vaccine for monkeypox? For some reason, I thought we did. Yeah, we have to have. It's you know, been around since the 50s. Let's look this up. If you're following the CDC guidelines of staying six feet away from each other, then you shouldn't have a problem. It's almost as if these people just don't listen. Maybe keep your wiener out of the wrong places, right? Is there a vaccine for... Mon- oh, look, it auto-completed it for me. Uh, news about is there a vaccine for monkeypox? Okay. Yeah, there is. Alabama getting up to 600 doses of monkeypox vaccine. Yeah, there is a vaccine. UK buys more vaccines for monkeypox. Who's creating these vaccines? I wonder. Pfizer. I wouldn't doubt it. So there's 267 cases in California, and people are freaking out. And apparently, they want the government to come in and say, "Why are we not getting these vaccines?" 80 cases in Texas, 180 in Florida. I'm just seven in Ohio, 14 Michigan. This, this is an outbreak? This is an outbreak to them? Uh, I mean... No, granted. No, granted. This could... It could turn into something bigger. Uh, at New York, it's 521. Go figure. I mean, yeah, it's a I city. I don't know. That's just... <laughs> that's funny to me. That is funny to me. But they're all up in arms over there saying the federal government should be providing them a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Six-foot distancing, wear a mask, wear all kinds of clothes. Yeah, put a mask know. on your wiener. Yeah, get go. back six feet. There you California. go. Well, new report just in that Elon Musk is to counter sue Twitter. According to a source close to the ongoing legal battle between Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Twitter, the tech billionaire plans to file a counter suit against Twitter in the coming days. 
the New York Post reports that a source close to the ongoing lawsuit between Elon Musk and Twitter alleges that Musk plans to file a counter lawsuit against the social media company in the coming days. Musk's lawyers are, are reportedly aiming to convince a Delaware court of chancery judge to grant them more time to gather information about bots on Twitter. Twitter's about to get exposed. Yeah. Like, I'd seen one account where they were saying that Kamala Harris is, I think she has like 8 million followers, and they're saying up to 3 million of them are fake. I don't know if it's true or not. I saw it on um, uh, another influencer's page, another uh, conservative commentator or whatever, and I was like, I wonder if this is true. Like, what's the source on that? Mm -hmm. How are you determining what's a bot and what's not? Because it's easy to Photoshop anything and say this is what it is, and people will believe it. Yeah. So, but this, I really really feel, it's going to... Yeah, I think there are bots on. Oh, there's a hundred percent. Like you can go into these a, comments right. on like a lot of these congressmen that are leaning right, mm-hmm. and you'll see a lot of the same comments from it's, different yeah, accounts. The exact same comments. It's a hundred percent bots. Yep. Like you know, and again, they even said like under Hillary Clinton's Steele dossier and all the Russian collusion, there were so many bots, and they said there were fake Facebook accounts, mm-hmm. fake Facebook groups mm-hmm. promoting this bullshit. It was like there was some. This was a massive social media campaign to destroy Trump. Yeah, oh yeah. Like this was confirmed. So Twitter, I think Twitter could definitely, I forget how many users they said are total on Twitter, but they're saying like up to, what well, Elon said it could be up to 20% that are fake. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And if that's the case and they were asking for 45 billion, it's like, no, you better drop that number because if 20% of your users are not real, drop 20% of that price point. Yeah. Because that, that affects the, yeah. how you monetize that absolutely. platform. Yeah, Absolutely. And you know, if Elon Musk wants to turn around and like make it even more of an uh, you know a gross thing or a freaking income gross thing, uh, money make whatever you want to call it, uh, then yeah, I w- it's in my Ben's interest that like if I if I if I'm gonna buy a used car lot from you and come to find out 20% of the cars don't even work and you say they do, mm-hmm. that's fucked up. It's like then I shouldn't have to pay full price. So last week, Twitter sued Musk in Delaware, accusing the billionaire of agreeing to purchase Twitter and then attempting to trash the company, disrupt its operations, destroy stockholder value, and walk away. Musk has 20 days from when Twitter filed its lawsuit Tuesday to file a counterclaim. Twitter is requesting the court force Musk to purchase Twitter at the agreed-upon price of 52 or 54.20 per share, while Musk is arguing that it should be allowed to terminate the deal because Twitter did not provide adequate information about fake accounts on the site. However, it was previously reported that Twitter gave Musk full access to its fire hose of internal user data that would make teams of data scientists weeks to examine. Musk claims that it's still not enough information. The first hearing in Twitter's suit is scheduled for today. Is scheduled for today, to, uh, Tuesday, July 19th. Delaware Court of Chancery Chancellor Kathleen McCormick is expected to weigh in on Twitter's request for an exp- uh, expedited trial. They're trying to force Musk into this. Mm-hmm. They are, that's exactly the tactic they're trying to take. They're trying to force him into this, saying, like, you don't, Musk saying, we need more time. It's like, no, do it now. They are trying to force his purchase because they fucking know better. They fucking know better. Meanwhile, these big tech CEOs, they get their millions, they walk away, and yeah. they don't fucking care. Yeah, they know that they will probably they know if there's a good proportion of these things are fake. They know it. Mm-hmm. But what do they give a fuck? As long as I get my dude, if you telling me and I'm going to sell that used car lot legally, whatever, and I'm walk away with ten million dollars. I don't give a fuck what the world thinks about me. I'm going to be vacationing on an island for the rest of my life. Go suck a dick. Yeah. I don't care. There's a good chance that nobody knows who you are anyway. Exactly. So these people, it's like this is exactly what they're trying to force Musk into this. All it was they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar saying, hey, wait, there's a lot of fake shit here. We need more times like, no, 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 no. You said you were going to buy it. This is bullshit. The first hearing in Twitter's suit is scheduled for today. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, request for an expedited trial. Twitter's lawyers are requesting a four-day trial starting in September, while Musk wants to delay the trial until February of 2023. Damn. I think that gives him enough time to get Come together on. all yeah. of his, mm-hmm. his evidence. Yep. 
Musk's lawyers wrote in response to Twitter sued, the core dispute over false and spam accounts is fundamental to Twitter's value. It is also extremely fact and expert intensive, requiring substantial time for discovery. University of Iowa Law Corporate and Finance Law Professor Robert T. Miller said in a Monday Wells Fargo investor note that the chancellor is likely to grant Twitter's request for a quick trial. You know damn good and well. You know damn good and well why they want this sped up. That judge should look at this like, no, we'll take our time on mm-hmm. this. I feel like both parties need to gather That's enough a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking money, absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? What I would do, what I would say, if they do force this, then Elon Musk goes in there and he fucking slams every single person that has ever worked for Twitter. Mm-hmm. He censors them. He Everything. You go after them fucking hard. You turn Twitter into everything the left hates. Because that's what Twitter is. It's a leftist cesspool. Oh, yeah. So if they're going to force you into this and you got a 20% bot following, gotcha. We're eliminating all that shit. And guess what? We're going to start turning this platform into everything the left hates. And you can blame the left on that. That's what they've been doing for like the past six years. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And we already talked about this earlier, but it's just, it's kind of funny to me. No prosecution for Stephen Colbert staffers arrested for breaching U.S. Capitol. Why? Why not? Nine staffers from CBS's late show with Stephen Colbert arrested after for allegedly trespassing the U.S. Capitol last month will not be prosecuted, government lawyers said Monday. Oh, I wonder why. Maybe it's because Stephen Colbert sucked that COVID dick so hard, he got out there and he like promoted this propaganda left and right, a complete left-leaning fucking sleazebag, and then he has the staffers go in there and they knew. They knew what they were doing. Don't sit there and tell me that they didn't. Don't sit there and pretend like these people are like, oh, we're not allowed to be here. Yes, you knew better. You mm. knew better, especially after January. January 6th. Let's not play dumb with this. Then they get caught trespassing, and what happens? Nothing. Nothing. I, c- color me shocked. I could have swore they were very serious about people not trespassing, not doing anything on Capitol grounds. Apparently, you can, if you're working for a late-night show host, it's not even fucking funny. It's terrible. As Breitbart News reported, the group was arrested in Capitol's Longworth House office building and initially charged with illegal entry into the House office buildings after hours. Uh, the nine individuals were reportedly escorted out of the January 6th committee hearing for not having proper press credentials. Among those arrested was Robert Smeagol, the puppeteer for Triumph, the insult comic dog, uh, a character on Colbert's show, along with writer Josh Comer's associate producer, Allison Martinez, and senior producer Jake Plunkett. Um, you got to love it. The staffers were reportedly taking videos and photographs outside the offices of House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and Representative Lauren Boebert. They were in there to fucking harass. Mm -hmm. That's what they were trying to do. They were in there trying to harass. Now they've been cleared of any wrongdoing. A statement by the U.S. Attorney's Office late show employees were invited into the building by congressional staffers to conduct interviews and were never officially asked to leave the premises, though Capitol Police did tell them that where they were supposed to have an escort, the statement read. Uh, after a comprehensive review of all the evidence and the re- uh, relevant legal authority, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia has determined that it cannot move forward with the misdemeanor charges of unlawful entry against the nine individuals who were arrested on June 16, 2020. The office would require to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that these invited guests were guilty of the crime of unlawful entry because their escort chose to leave them unattended. We do not believe it is probable that the office would be able to obtain and sustain conviction on these charges. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, hey, guys, I'm going to go walk over here. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, sure, dude. Really? You're telling me that you had an escort of nine people, nine people, and they just walked away? Get out of here. Get out of here. 
Such bullshit. <laughs> it is concluded by adding the individuals will no longer have to appear in court later this month. Colbert has defended his team by saying they were doing some last-minute first-degree puppetry and jokey make-em-ups when they were taken into custody. He added everyone involved was calm and professional. Let's just downplay it. You still, you still broke in, or you're not broken. You were still there illegally. Now, is this like the most intense serious crime? No, of course not. But still, rules for thee and not for me. It's just bullshit. Yeah. Is it that big of a deal? No. But again, as much as Colbert has promoted January 6th, yada, 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 and your people are on Capitol grounds doing this shit, come on now. Yeah, you just can't help but think if it was like somebody from the Daily Wire doing a skit, Mm -hmm. that if they went in there and did the same thing, that next thing you know, they're going to have to go to court. Mm Mm-hmm. They're going to have to hire a lawyer yep. and spend a bunch of time yep. trying to defend themselves. It's and ridiculous. Yeah, it's just not the same for this. It is ridiculous. The scumbag. Uh, we've said it many times on the show. You know when CNN is showing any type of negative Biden information, you know things are really bad. Mm-hmm. CNN poll, 75% say expenses, cost of living, biggest economic problem facing families. This is coming from CNN. A CNN poll released Monday revealed that 75% of registered voters believe expenses and the cost of living are the biggest economic problems facing families today. Now, I want to, I want to see them take another poll. How much of this is Biden's fault? All of it. I just, 100%. I'm just wondering, what, <laughs> I'm just wondering what, their, what their viewers and readers would say. Oh. He's cleaning up Trump's mess. Oh, my God. This is all Trump's fault. I don't know if you knew this or not, but Russia helped get him elected. <laughs> the Steele dossier. And I just find that so funny. They said there's like, oh, this is Trump's mess. Like, really? Because we were doing good. And then as soon as Biden took office, yeah. it tanked. So right. explain to me how on this day it instantly. I know. Like, really? Like, the only independent variable is Biden took office. That's it. None of the policies ran out. Mm-mm. They were all still going. And then Biden canceled them. And then it. So please stop with this bullshit they push as far as like, oh, my God. I just. <laughs> he came in. To, he said he was going to raise taxes. He did. He said like, we are going to yeah. raise taxes. Yeah. People are going to pay their fair share. They're going to pay Would their you, fair share. Like, that's the thing. Like, do you think you can raise taxes on one group of people and not the others? I was like, no. It's like, it's not going to work that way. Everyone's going to suffer. But they're going to do it under the banner of pay your fair share to help out those that can't help themselves. He's like, you mean lazy fucks? Okay. Fair enough. I mean, worst administration in the history of the United States. Bro, it's bad. It is bad. 75% of the polls uh, respondents said expenses, cost of living, or what they believe is the bigger economic problem facing families. The other options were personal financial concerns, income, employment policies, government, societal issues, concerns, and anything related to the coronavirus, all which basically uh, evolve Mm -hmm. or revolve around freaking um, cost of living, cost of all this stuff. Gas prices is is at the... The, the base of this, the foundation, everything that we're seeing. And I think a lot of people are waking up now to seeing just how much of our society runs just off of gas and oil. Mm-hmm. They're starting to see how these prices, like this is like in-depth economic uh, studies now that we're watching firsthand or experiences to see like, okay, the cost of oil has went up. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means that gas prices are going to go up. What does that mean to farmers that are actually having to go out there and do the crop because it impacts them here? Mm-hmm. It's like just such like secondary tertiary effects across the board as to why prices go up across. Mm-hmm. So now people are starting to see this firsthand, especially Democrats, because they're the last ones to fucking listen. And then they start seeing it hit their walls. Like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe there's something to this. Like, yeah, now that you're paying through the nose, now suddenly you fucking care. It's like you didn't back then, but now suddenly you do when you're yep. paying like, you know, $100 in gas. Yep. I've grown to hate wind turbines and solar panels. Oh, it's the man. worst. It's the worst. Because we have it here in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. 
We were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. Like, so I'm we, sorry. Like, how many people do we have from Texas in the chat? Like, I've been in Texas my entire, well, I shouldn't say my entire army for a while, but when we come back to Texas, I have never, I have never heard about the grids not being able to sustain power right. for what was going on. The one time it failed was the freak snowstorm we had. Yeah. And that snowstorm we had here in Texas, that don't, that, that's never happened. Uh-uh. Two years in a row, unheard of. Right. Unheard of. Freakish. That global warming that is something fucking else. fucking global warming. I swear to God. When in your history of living in Texas have you ever heard anything said about failing power grids in Texas? That's yeah. never been an issue. Democrats made it an issue. Beto is making this an issue. Mm-hmm. Our, my house, AC is fine. No power, nothing. No issues. I haven't seen any reports anywhere locally where I'm at of any type of power issues. I think what the problem is where their their strain on the power grid is because they try to integrate the wind turbines and mm. the solar panels, mm-hmm. yeah, as a means to I don't know for clean energy, but That's it's bullshit because yeah. we talked about it before. If there's no wind, it's not going to generate electric. If there's no sun, mm-hmm. you know, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, and there's no way to store that stuff, so it it's <laughs> a terrible idea. And the only people that make out are the people. Uh, who make wind turbines and solar panels? Yep, make a bank. You know, and then I mean, the cleanest source of energy is nuclear. No, it's a nuclear power plant. I mean, it's a little bit know, more expensive, know. but yeah, it's, yeah. it's reliable. I, that's what I think. I think you know, nuclear power plants all over the place. It's a way to go. I'm just at a loss with this. How people can just be so oblivious to what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, again, like I said before, 75%. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's 25% probably in the upper class. They're not worried about it. Because they're not, they're not worried about where their next burger is coming from. So, I don't know. But, you know, we were talking about this, too. It's, you know, if you're making over $100,000, somewhere between $100,000 and yeah. $500,000, all right, you want to get to the next level. Yeah. You don't want to stay at that level. You want right. to keep growing and continue to yeah. you know, increase your salary or, or your net worth or whatever. Yeah. So it's, you know, these prices affect everybody. I don't oh, care yeah. how much money you make. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're able to get to the level of, you know, high six-figure income, yeah. you're saving okay. your money, you're trying to invest it, you know, make it to where when you're at the age of retirement that you don't need to worry about, you know, continuing to grind every single day. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think it affects everybody. So I think 75%. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely know. I mean, yeah, yeah, it definitely affects everybody. I'm just saying like that upper tier echelon. Yeah. You know, if you're a billionaire, yeah, it sucks that you're losing money, but it's like I'm not going to die. Like I'll be okay. I have enough money in the bank to where I'm still I – mean, they're set for life. Yeah. So I don't think they care as much, but as far as like that 75%, I think it's way higher than that. Like you can't tell me – I mean, because there isn't a single person that's not being hit by this. Yeah. Every single person in America is feeling these prices. Not yeah. a single one. So how how do twenty five percent say oh, it's not a big deal for me? Well, because they're already rich. That's the only it's the only justification yeah. I can think about. Or they're just so insanely biased. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, this is fine. Everything's fine. Everything's on fire, dude. Like everything's on fire. Yeah, it's not good. Well, Prince Harry, this dude's such a fucking twat. Him and his <laughs> cunt wife. Prince Harry's UN speech, wildly insulting to Americans. This is coming from Meghan McCain, who's also another idiot. Right-wing political commentator. Me- Meghan McCain isn't right-wing. No. This is coming from MSN.com. Meghan McCain is not right-wing. That woman is more centrist left. Like, what are you talking about? Centrist? No, she's a left. She's a Democrat. You think so? Oh, psh, 100% she's a Democrat. 
Well, right-wing political commentator Meghan McCain has criticized Prince Harry over... Well, I prob they probably want to push her right because she's criticizing Harry and Democrats love them some royals. Yeah, well, that's their token that's Republican the, yeah. that they can... Well, there's Meghan, so yeah. she's saying Trump is terrible, so he must be... All Republicans think that. Yeah. She's an idiot. Um, United Nations on Monday commemorating Nelson Mandela International Day, which she called wildly insulting to the American people. Listen to what this douchebag had to say. This is so funny. Speaking of the UN Generally, General Assembly in New York, Harry referenced climate change and how it is wreaking havoc on our planet, as well as weaponized, or weaponization of lies and disinformation at the expense of many. One of the most potent statements made during his speech was the comparison between overturning of constitutional rights in the U.S. and the war in Ukraine. The overturning of constitutional rights, where is this right? Where is this constitutional right? Can anyone quote me in the Constitution, in the BOR, Show me where it talks about aborting life. Because guess what? People don't want to sit there and say, well, they didn't have it back then. Yes, they did have abortions back then. They did. Abortions were a thing. Abortions have been a thing since the dawn of time, damn near. That was not written in the Constitution. So how is that a constitutional right? Can anyone explain that to me? I want to look something up. Oh, Harry. Oh, Harry. He looks drunk in that picture. Doesn't he? He looks fucking stupid. Oh, he's like, oh, God, I hate my life. So in England, Scotland, and Wales, you can legally have an abortion at up to 23 weeks and six days of pregnancy. In line with the Abortion Act of 1967, if you lived in Northern Ireland or anywhere else in the abortions and you may be restricted, you can legally travel to receive treatment. So what are UK's laws on abortion? This is from 2019. Um, what has happened? Abortion laws. Abortion was decriminalized in Northern Ireland at midnight on Monday, twenty first you know, October. Why doesn't this douchebag talk about his pervert uncle? <laughs> why do you bring that up, Prince Andrew? You know, you'd think if anybody would, it would be him because he's already he's so. already the black sheep of the family. Yeah, but he's a typical scumbag. He's not gonna bring that up. That that seems a little bit more pressing, being a pedophile than whether or not you can get an abortion. Not to them. Looks like I didn't know this in England, but you can go get an abortion over in England at twenty three weeks and six days. Huh. Well, here's the other thing. Like, you know, if this dude doesn't like it, don't live here. Like, nobody fucking cares. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be another one of those Jessica Biel cases where he's in, you know, in France. Like, oh, we women's wrestling. You actually don't. Like, because it's like, look, Harry, like, bro, your own country isn't even nearly as, like, progressive as America. Like, shut yeah. the fuck up. You know, but I'd rather hear him talk about Prince Andrew. I'd rather hear him not say anything. Like, this dude's an you idiot. Know, if you're going to open up that. Yeah. You talk, you talk about, like, a privileged life. Yeah. Like, this guy is, like, again, golden spoon. Golden fucking spoon. And you want to sit there and tell him, like, a shut prince. up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most potent statements made in the speech, okay, from the horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of constitutional rights here in the United States, we are witnessing a global assault on democracy and freedom and, and the cause, on freedom, the cause of Mandela's life, he said. What? The horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of constitution. The horrific war in Ukraine, like, that, 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 that's not our fault. Well, I mean, it's the Biden administration's fault. The Obama administration, 100%. It's the weak it's the, man who occupies the Oval Office right 100%. now. 100%. But I'm not getting, like, where they come off with this. Like, where are you getting this from? You're talking about, like, and this is all from, like, global, like, climate. These people, like, we, we, have, yeah. we are so privileged that we're fighting over nothing now. We're fighting over fabricated monsters that don't exist to the level that they want them to because if they don't, it gives them nothing to fight for. It's fucking sad. Despite, despite not mentioning it by name, Harry's comments follow the overturning of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court in June. His thoughts on which were made very clear by wife, by wife Meghan Markle. Well, of course she is. She's a fucking California liberal. In a conversation with leading feminist Gloria Steinem that was published by Vogue, Meghan described Harry's reaction to the Supreme Court ruling as guttural after calling him a feminist too. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. If any woman I was dating called me a feminist, I would instantly break up with her. It's like, you're fucking out of your mind. Think I'm a feminist? Like, fuck no. Fuck out of here. And, you know, people are going to take this like, what, so you're not in support of women's rights? Like, that's not what contemporary feminism is about anymore. It's not. Yeah. Don't call yourself a feminist. You're a women's freaking, you're, you're advocating for privilege. You're like supremacy at this point. Fem feminism and supremacy. Feminism rooted in supremacy. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. For McCain, Harry's grouping of a ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court and the war in Ukraine as examples of assault on democracy and freedom was a condemnation of the country in which he has chosen to live. I still don't get how the Democrats want to sit there and bitch and moan and whine and cry in their safe spaces about January 6th and how they tried to usurp democracy. And then the Supreme Court, through a democratic process, through a voting process, come up with the idea to kick it back down to the states and suddenly you're calling them extremists and suddenly you're saying, well, our democracy is in, is in danger. It was democracy they practiced. What the hell are you talking about? It's because you didn't get your way that now you're demonizing them. This is stupid. These people are ignorant. Like leftists and liberals are some of the dumbest people I've ever seen. These yeah. people are just unhinged. I'm afraid, I'm afraid you're right. <laughs> I just, I've never seen so many idiots in my life. Just kind of like, what? Yeah. You're, you're mad about what? These aren't extremists. Okay, but yeah. The speech was confusing and wildly insulting to the undoubtedly few Americans who may have been watching. She wrote in a column for the Daily Mail. According to Prince Harry, counted among the worst ca uh, catastrophes plaguing the world right now are the coronavirus pandemic, climate change, lies and disinformation, the war in Ukraine, and the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade. Or at least that's what his audience was left to believe. Excuse me, which one of these is not like the other, she continued. COVID has killed more than 6.3 million people worldwide. The war in Ukraine has killed tens of thousands, and the Supreme Court handed down a decision consistent with a widespread interpretation of the U.S. Constitution. These are not in the same league. And she's right on this one. I don't really care for Meghan McCain, but she's right on this. It's like, dude, you are making these outlandish comparisons. And again, they're not even rooted in anything factual. Show me the Constitution about, like, women's rights to an abortion. It doesn't exist. There's, it's not there. Mm -hmm. It's not there. Trust me, I've read the fucking thing. It's not there. But whatever. These celebrities, they say these things, like Democrats. Let's say kind of like you can get your microphone and go out on the street, like in some place in downtown L.A. and say, hey, um, can you tell me, is abortion in the Constitution? Yes, my God, like where? Well, you know, it's, it's a constitutional... Where? It's not there. Well, it should be. Well, then what does that require? What does the Constitution say about that? Two-thirds majority. Mm -hmm. So you don't know what you're talking about. Like, these people, it's kind of like, look, you had 50 or 60 years to codify it, and you didn't. Mm -hmm. You didn't. Why? But now, when it goes back down to the states, suddenly it's like, oh... So a lot of these people are pissed off at Democrats. Like, I know the young targets arrest them are. It's like, we had, you know, so many years to codify that we didn't. It's like, it's a zygote. <laughs> I'm like, you know the word fetus means baby in Latin, right? Uh, okay. Just because oh you God. say fetus doesn't make it not a baby. That's what they try and do. They try and dehumanize it to yeah, make it easier. That's just a clump of cells. Remember a few weeks ago when we were talking about how um, DeSantis or uh, Newsom ran that ad in Florida attacking DeSantis? Yeah. Well, this is uh, Casey DeSantis uh, is fighting back, is pushing back. And this is actually really good. Florida First Lady Casey DeSantis hit out of California Governor Gavin Newsom after he explained why he attacked Ron DeSantis in the 4th of July ad. Okay, before I read this to you, think of the audacity. It's the Harry Potter and the audacity of this cocksucker. Like this dude, <laughs> this dude, the ultimate goal was to try and pull people out of Florida to move to California. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, I'm sitting like, are you fucking kidding me? The, like, there is no way you're like, going to Florida to attack them to get those people to move to California to do what? To pay for higher gas prices? To have fucking get murdered by homeless people? To get a needle jabbed in my foot walking down the streets of fucking L.A.? 
Are you kidding me? That's right. That Fuck NASCAR your driver just got murdered yes. over there. He got Jesus. murdered by a homeless dude. Yes. Oh, my Stabbed. God. Newsom paid for an ad to Aaron Florida during the 4th of July weekend where he criticized Ron DeSantis' governing in the state. Bro. Bro. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm not even a PR guy, but even I could have told Newsom, don't do this. Like, you're wasting your fucking money. They have had over 100,000 new Republican voters registered. Damn near every county in that state is fucking red. You are going knee deep into enemy territory, bro. You are so oh, yeah. fucking outnumbered. You throw anything at them, it's going to come right back in your face. Stay away from Florida. Texas, you might have some ground. Florida, you ain't getting nowhere. No way. Florida's I, I would like straight love red. to see the ads that like if you'd run them here in Texas. Bro. It's the same thing. If you moved from California, you, you obviously left for a reason. You be, left for a because reason. Because you can't afford it. Mm -hmm. It's terrible leadership. Don't come they here just with that bullshit. Look, yeah. look how he's wasting the taxpayer money. Yes. You think he's paying for those ads Fuck. out of his own pocket? He no. probably spent like half a million dollars. This is the same guy that didn't even uh, adhere to COVID restrictions that he enforced on his own people. The same motherfucker. It's My, how quickly we forget these things. And it didn't happen I mean, just once. It happened like two or three times. This was Gavin Newsom. Yeah. This piece of shit. And by the way, Almost got he get, he did get recalled, but he won. Yeah. He was lucky. That's how bad his leadership is, oh, yeah. folks. That's how bad this dude is. Newsom paid for an ad to Aaron Florida during the Fourth of July weekend. Blah, blah blah. He said they were under attack on issues like abortion, book banning, and the easing easiness of voting. Book okay, banning. this was not book banning. What he's referencing here, and this was this was discussed. Yeah, it was talking about the math books for the schools that had bullshit um, CRT crap in there and biological bullshit. DeSantis said, no, not in our schools. Mm -hmm. Redo it. He didn't ban any books. Oh, by the way, though, in California, you did. You did ban certain books in schools mm -hmm. because they were deemed as racist. Oh, yes, you did. Weird. So the book banning is a lie. DeSantis said, we're not going to have those books in our schools. This is state funded. We're going to have books. They're going over. Guess what? Math. Fucking math. And here's the thing. If you wanted to buy one of those woke math books, I'm pretty sure you could. He said, not in the school, though. Yeah. Not in the, How is that banning it? How is that fucking banning it? Anybody can get it. That's basically guiding by a curriculum, which is okay. And that's state-sponsored taxpayer money. Fair enough. The fuck I'm talking about a book ban? This guy's an idiot. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. I, yeah, I think he cheated. Too. Oh, 100%. And the, there's yeah. no way that he could have gotten elected. And there's there's again, quite a few Republicans in... In California. Certain cities, yeah. In certain cities, yeah. So, I mean, they're but cheaters. But by and large, California has the biggest flux of... I just think they're cheaters. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that... I think they make it seem like that. I honestly do. I mean, you can't possibly live in... There's native Californians that have been there all their life mm -hmm. who are conservative. Mm -hmm. And always voting conservative. But somehow or another, this Democrat keeps getting elected. Mm -hmm. I, I just... I, I just can't get on board with that. I think they're... I think he's a cheater. I think Democrats <clears> are cheaters. He said they were under attack on issues like abortion, book banning, and the easiness of voting. Over the weekend, Newsom spoke to Sacramento Bee and gave his explanation for why he aired the ad. He said, discussing his reasons, reasons for taking out the ad on Friday, Newsom told the Sacramento Bee that he did something that tipped me very directly, and that was going after the Special Olympics. That led to the, to the consideration of doing... So, okay, notice how he says, going after the Special Olympics, as if he's attacking the Special Olympics. What DeSantis did was saying no vaccine restrictions. Mm -hmm. You can't restrict based upon vaccine status. How is that going after the Special Olympics? How does that prevent anybody from participating? In fact, that opens it up to more people. It's being more inclusive. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? This guy is such a piece of shit. 
Florida State threatened to find the Special Olympics $27.5 million if it did not stop its COVID-19 vaccine mandate before the 2022 USA Games in Orlando in June. The organization's officials uh, eventually complied, prompting Ron DeSantis to say it was a victory for the athletes. He's 100% right on this. And here's the thing. If you didn't like that outcome, then don't participate. Mm-hmm. On Monday, in a veiled attack back at Newsom, Casey DeSantis shared a video to her Twitter page showing an athlete's joy during a press conference after learning she'll be able to compete. Uh, this is Casey DeSantis. She tweeted out, for those who need a reminder, this is why we fight. Isabella competed in the Special Olympics because Ron DeSantis, Florida, stood up and fought for her and all the Special Olympians who had been sidelined. We will never stop fighting for people like Isabella. This is Propaganda 101 by Gavin Newsom. Mm -hmm. This dude is a traitor. This guy is such a piece of shit slime bag politician. If somebody took this motherfucker out, I'd be jumping for joy. This guy, these people are so fucking disgusting. They would sit there and try and spin things like book banning. This wasn't a book ban. By going after the Special Olympics, what are you talking about? That's opening up the floodgates to saying, no, everyone can participate, regardless of vaccine status. That's called fucking freedom, bitch. That's what it's called. And if you don't like it, Newsom, take your bitch ass back to California because your state's shit. You got a shit ass state that you fucking destroyed. There's a reason why more Californians are getting the fuck out because they hate you. They hate everything you stand for. You are the liberal cesspool that I hope sinks off into the fucking ocean and Hollywood included. You a bunch of pedophile, grooming, loving pieces of shit. I fucking detest you. Like these people are horrific. And you want to sit there and stand on your pedestal and act like he's going after the Special Olympics? Are you kidding me? What? Fucking what? Everyone has the right to participate. That's ridiculous. And he willfully does this. He willfully does this, mm -hmm. saying these little dog whistle phrases to get other Democrats like, oh, my God, you hear they're banning books in Florida? Oh, really? Which books? Yeah. Which books? These are well, well, fundraising you know, letters. They're, they're banning books. Which books? Give me examples. And I guarantee majority of them will not tell you about the math books. Mm -hmm. They'll simply say, well, you know, any books. No, no. Give me examples and show me where. Show me where on the state website it's banned. Mm -hmm. I want to see that. Show me. Show me in any kind of law, any kind of bill, where. Also, by and by, Dan Crenshaw came out in his Instagram stories and said about the voting against or voting for kicking vax, non-vax. He's like, he said the same thing. He's like, where's it at? Look, again, I'm standing on the side of truth regardless of which side of the aisle it's on. I want to see the bill. And no one's showing it. So everybody out there talking about Dan Crenshaw's voting in favor of removing unvaxxed service members, because people keep hit, keep hitting me up to contact. I was like, dude, show me the bill. Where is this at? Is it still in committee? Well, like, where is this bill at? Mm -hmm. I need to see it. Give me give me a demo of it. Because nobody has come out with any kind of proof. Nobody's come out with any kind of proof. And by the way, come tomorrow, there's a new bill, uh, HR, fuck, what is it? Eight, I forget what it is. It's, it's basically to ban certain kinds of weapons. That's on the floor tomorrow. I believe it goes into debate tomorrow or gets introduced. I forget what it is. Um, that's coming up. Mm -hmm. I got to look more into that today, but, and I'm, I'm I don't think he's going to vote in favor of that one though. Cause I think if he did, he'd, he'd really be putting the nail in his coffin, but I still got to go back and like, nobody's showing me where Crenshaw voted in favor of booting out, um, unvaccinated people. Like I, I haven't seen it. So seen this breaking news about Hoover Dam. No, what happened? It broke Hoover Dam explosion reported in tourist video. Whoa. Mm. Mm. Keep an eye on that folks. 1808. Thank you. H.R. 1808. Yeah, it bans most modern guns, including handguns. Again, I mean, I've called this before. Democrats won't stop. Every single one of these fucking Republicans, McConnell, Corn, all the rest of them, when they wanted to put this, this fucking initial like restriction into place, mm -hmm. what followed right behind it? This. This, exactly. It wasn't even that long. It wasn't even two weeks. Democrats want another one. They don't stop, folks. They Can't don't stop. stop. Can't stop. You give them an inch, they will take a fucking mile. 
They are coming after the Second Amendment. So when Democrats say, well, we don't want to take your guns. Bull fucking shit. What is this? What the fuck is this? You're trying to ban shit left and right. This is what happens. You give these pieces of shit an inch, they will take a mile. We've seen it time and time again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm. I think a lot of what Newsom's doing, too, is for uh, fundraising letters. Yeah, I think so as well. A lot of this stuff is. They probably hit these people constantly. I love Rand Paul. Like, I really just love Rand Paul. This dude, yeah. Gorgeous. Senator Rand Paul blames McConnell for tanking deal with Biden for anti-abortion federal judge nominee. Washington, Senator Rand Paul blames Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell for the collapse of a deal with President Joe Biden to nominate a conservative anti-abortion attorney as a federal judge in Kentucky. Paul accused McConnell of not consulting him in the effort to have Biden nominate Chad Paradith to fill a U.S. District Court vacancy in eastern uh, Kentucky's Eastern District. I support Chad Meredith and supported him when he was considered for a different position. I think he would make a good judge, Paul, USA, Paul told USA Today in a written statement. Unfortunately, instead of communicating and lining up support for him, Senator McConnell chose a cut to cut a secret deal with the White House that fell apart. McConnell... McConnell's another snag in the ground. That guy, like, who, like, always, who keeps electing this piece of shit? I know. I wish like, somebody in Kentucky would, yeah, right. Primary his ass. How does this guy, like, this guy is antiquated. This guy needs to go. Yeah. He's not a Republican. He's got zero good ideas. As a result, Paul said he did not return Meredith's blue slip to the White House, effectively killing nomination plans. McConnell's to blame for tanking this because he tried to do it secretly, Paul told Politico Monday. Paul's remarks exposed a rift between Kentucky's two Republican U.S. senators that spoiled a rare opportunity to get a conservative attorney nominated for a lifetime judicial appointment by a Democratic president. How the shit, how the shit would McConnell pass on that? How the shit would McConnell pass on something like that? It's beyond me. He did them a huge favor. An advisor to McConnell told USA Today that two senators worked together on several judicial and federal nominees when President Trump was in office. But that opportunity doesn't exist when the president is from the opposing party. In those circumstances, the president typically chooses the nominee without the home state senator's input, said the advisor, who requested a nominee because of the sensitivity of the relationship between the two senators. Meredith is the type of nominee conservatives would have been overly joyed to see, the advisor said, particularly under a Democratic president and Senate. I suspect the White House is relieved. I suspect Dick Durbin is relieved. And I suspect the political people in the Biden team are relieved that Rand Paul blew this up. And the McConnell advisor said, we, he did them a huge favor. How the blue slip actually works. Traditionally, home state senators return what's known as a blue slip to indicate support for federal nominee for district judges. Republicans abandoned the blue slip practice for appeals court judges during the Trump administration, but kept it for district court judges. Democrats have been kept the same practice. The White House cited Paul's failure to return Meredith's blue slip on Friday and announced Biden would not formally nominate Meredith to the bench. As first reported exclusively by the Louisville Courier, Courier, part of the USA Today Network, a White House official informed Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir's office in an email June 23rd that had planned to nominate Meredith the next day to a U.S. District Court judgeship in Eastern Kentucky. What? I just... It's going to be interesting to see what happens after midterms, to see if the GOP can solidify itself and mm-hmm. remove itself of these freaking, these rhinos, and just see how much more effective the the, the uh, GOP will be. Yeah. Because I feel like you do need to get rid of the Mitch McConnells. You do need to get rid of the Lindsey Grahams. Yeah, like uh, probably you know? 90% of the Republicans need to go too. I'm telling you, bro, it's it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous to see what it's turned into now. 
You know, what did, uh, where did Catalina run? Was it Illinois? She got her primary. Yeah. She, or no, she didn't win the primary. She's going to the primaries. And, or no, she did win the primary. Now she has to stand against, I forget who her, her opponent is over there. Yeah, I'd like to see how, you know, young people like that come in yeah. and, um, yeah. you know, just, just see what their ideas are. I mean, yeah. I, it's got to be better than what we have right now. Pro, you're not kidding. You know, more people like that. You're not kidding. These people are just worthless. Yeah. These Republicans are not doing us any favors. None. Especially the types like Kitzinger and the rest of them. And I can even see why Crenshaw, too. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's like we want people that are just going to be more... And, you know, I hate to say this. Less establishment. Less establishment. Less party establishment. And so that's why I've been watching Myra out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see where she goes. Myra Florida, yeah. I hope she stays away from the freaking GOP boomer establishment and she sticks true to just being, hey, it's not about party. Mm-hmm. It's Because she even made a post uh, yesterday or today and said, uh, talking about, I wish more Republicans would vote in favor of what their constituents want versus what party wants. Right. It's like, I hope she holds true to that. That's, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. And that was my whole point with supporting Trump mm-hmm. and uh, rallying against the establishment is because here's a guy who's you know, doing the will of the people. Yeah. So the border was an issue for all the people. Mm-hmm. So that's what he ran on and he yeah. won on it. You know, the yeah. lowering taxes. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that everybody wants. Yeah. Low that gas prices. Every single person. Yeah. Trump knew how to make that happen. I get that. You know. But he, you know, he, um, you know, went with the will of his constituents. Yeah. And that's what a lot of these people just don't do. And, you know, I will give Trump that he has, he did change his mind on a few things when he saw the outpouring of people opposing yeah. him on certain things. And that's why I tried to explain to people, it's like, when you stand up against one of your own, mm-hmm. they're going to listen. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to do. Yeah. You need to make sure that your political leaders, your your elected leaders know without a shadow of a doubt where you stand as a voter base. So if mm-hmm. they come out and say, you know, uh, due process, uh, second date the guns first. And then people are like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. And then he changed. It's like there. That's yeah. how you do it. Yep. It's not by bending over like the NRA and the rest of these pieces of shit and saying, oh, well, you know, it's Trump. It's like, no, you stand up and say, hey, look, we voted for you, but this is fucking wrong. Change your mind. Yeah. Like, that's not what your voter base wants. And you would think that somebody would be way more in touch with their voter base, too, because, I mean, that's a constitutional protected right. Yeah. So it's like, how the fuck could you oppose that? But either way, yeah, he, uh, he, you know, he changed his mind. It's good for them. But. Anyway, that does it for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, don't forget to go over to the theallamericansavagshow.com and place a bid on uh, one of these John Ross paintings. You're going to love them. Again, this is who support families in need. Uh, there is the current paintings from all of the John Ross videos. We need to film another John Ross coming up here soon. This is the website, allamericansavagshow.com forward slash merchandise. Go check it out. Go leave a bid. Again, this is going to go help families in need. Um, this will not be, the money does not go to us. And we really appreciate that love and support. Again, this is all the paintings from the John Ross videos. They're signed. It's the original. Um, so yeah, you get a little funny piece of comedic history there on YouTube. So if you haven't done so, give it a look-see. And also go check out shellshockcbd.com. We've got the sleepy time gummies. If you can't sleep, we've got a way to help you get to sleep and stay asleep and wake up feeling rested. Rack out gummies. Go check them out. They're on the website. They're CBD, THC free. You will not fail a drug test. So hey, Give us a chance to earn your business. Give us a shot. We have sample packs on there as well. Five bucks for two gummies. See if they'll knock you out. We still have not found anybody out there that could be a better price and a better product. Mm-hmm. That's why we appreciate y'all's love and support. And we cannot thank you enough. You got anything to add, my man? Yeah, you guys have a great day. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. And until then, as always, you stay savage, America. <laughs>